0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to <laughs> Two Nerds, One Quest. I caught it out of the corner of my eye, Norm. Uh, I am your curiosity. host, Andy M. J. C., here today for some more hijinks and fun, joined by these three nerds, because math is hard. That man pointing at me, starting the show off, kicking it off right is one Tom M. Norman playing Aaron on. How you doing, buddy?
1: Oh, I am alive, and I am well, and my dogs are whiny today because we have people in the basement, so have fun
0: with that internet. Awesome. I am trying to pull up maps. Well, Are those
2: people here. guests or prisoners?
1: What's the difference? Yes. <laughs> oh, you weren't here for our spackling conversation.
0: <laughs> I'm probably better off map.
2: in my life having missed it.
0: That voice you hear talking about guests and prisoners is one Jeff Williams, the lore master, the lazy dragon, also playing Doc today. Good morning everyone. And last but not least is the Crazy, the Kukta, the Ryan, playing Crixus oh. this morning. How are you doing, buddy?
3: <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. It's uh just another Sunday morning in paradise with the brewers on top their division, so I'm not mad about that.
0: Very nice, very nice. We like to see the Packers improve in preseason, but you know it's it's preseason, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, I think no, we no, went 0 and four well, yeah. in the preseason both times we won the Super Bowl recently. So, I'm yeah, not they definitely have a
3: strategy where wins and losses don't matter.
0: That's Which is the good. Ted Lasso philosophy? <laughs> wins and losses don't matter. Just affecting these young men's lives. Good. Oh, let's see. <laughs> Jeff, you got a recap for us and possibly a limerick?
2: Oh, you, you know, I've, I've been doing these for not just Sunday mornings now, apparently.
0: Yeah, you started doing them for my homebrew game, which is kind of cool. like, whoa. Yeah,
2: All right. Uh, last week's episode uh, was, for the most part, a fight against Uh, Zardok, uh And then uh, when he turned invisible, Chef Chu joined the fight. What was his name, like Klondike? Klondorn, maybe?
0: Klondorn. Clon, Clon, Klondorn. Oh, yeah. yes. uh, Chef, Chef Chu Klondike. No, uh, Klondorn, was... the
2: priest. After uh, uh, Arnon went down once, we uh, we did take out Zardok, and turned out Chef Chu was a barbed devil. So that was fun, um, just wearing a hat of disguise. So I think we pretty much just ended... Near the end of the battle, looting the bodies and taking out the um the illithid who no longer had any powers and just wanted mercy. Yep. So, uh, the epic battle does ensue between TBD, Zardok, and Chef Chu, but Aranon's no fool. He continues to duel as he yells, I can still see you.
0: <laughs> nice. Oh man. <laughs> It is. Uh, that is a great, great moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that moment of the fight, I can still see you, pep <laughs> I'm That made me and
1: happy. Dead. That was <laughs> perfect. Yep.
0: Yeah. All right, so the battle is over. In the, um, I think didn't we end with, um Crixus about to, or he just having just slay him. Burned him away and put a, put the mind um, flayer out of his misery. So, yeah. n- I would
1: see that and kind of cock my head. I'm kind of give a nod of approval. Yeah, because he
0: wasn't he wasn't talking to you. It's, yep. it's kind of a weird thing to suddenly see Crixus do something apparently very violent, but in the moment, I mean, without any struggle from the Illithid, really, it looked very. Almost like a compassionate kill. It wasn't hard to put together that that was what was going on.
1: Yeah, I would give my nod of approval and then um, yell to the group, "I'm going to search his quarters. So I'm going to kind of look through his entire room to see like what what um, the hell this guy was doing or trying to hide or and see the police
0: quarters X31. Yeah,
1: and I'm going to ask if anybody wants to
0: help. Mm, doo-doo, doo-doo. Doc, if is um, one you want to help him,
2: yeah, Doc is uh kind of looking f- uh, for a short rest if he can, but knowing we're kind of in the belly of the beast here, so um, I'll help out while Doc is kind of catching his breath. Also, want to attune to that hat. Yeah okay.
1: that hat's
0: gonna
2: But I don't out. know I don't know if we have a whole hour to do that, but I'll let them search the room and
0: see what Man. happens. Okay. Um Well you are you are on a clock, as you know. Um so as Crixis and Aranon, you head into the priests' quarters, the um I believe it's X thirty one. You head in there and there are it's not hard to see, there are these two are not two there are 92 of these granite tablets stacked about the room Um, each one of them weighs about 50 pounds and is a foot wide and a foot and a half long and about two and a half inches thick as you go there's one sitting on a table with like a chisel and a hammer and it looks like he was chiseling out uh, stuff into these tablets Um, do either one of you speak infernal
3: I do.
0: You do. <clears <clears <throat> um, how much time do you want to spend reading these tablets? One hour. <laughs> One hour, give <laughs> time to time to attune to his thing, get a short rest in. Um,
1: what a coincidence! Well played,
0: well played. Hey, <laughs> how about that? How about that? Um, looking through the uh, uh, tablets, it, it seems like it's. Um, like a plan, like a manifesto or something. That uh, um, and you, in a couple of places, you read about Asmodeus, the Lord of the Nine Hells. Um, that he is using the Duragar to further his interests. Um, he's disguised himself as the Deep Dura, which is the naked dwarf lady statue that Aranon saw before. Uh, basically, the goddess of the Duragar, um, and it's just his plan, his plot to use them to take over more of the surface area and establish a foothold in the realm, and then move further in from there. So this, the the whole, you get the idea as you keep reading through this that Zardarak wasn't a uh, necessarily a bad Durgar. He was being influenced by Asmodius, through his fiends.
2: I mean, aren't most Durgar bad Durgar anyway?
0: You're a dwarf, you would think that. <laughs> okay. um, other than that, in the room, you don't find anything really. Doc got the the Hat of Disguise, which it actually is spending an hour with it. It is a Hat of Disguise, Doc.
3: <laughs> awesome. Um, So are the granite tablets worth anything? They're very heavy, but...
0: They're incredibly heavy, and there's 92 of them. It's just granite. I mean, it'd be what granite's worth. Maybe a couple of gold. I don't know if it'd be um... worth <laughs> grabbing them to take them along with you. It's over
3: a ton, I think. Oh yeah. Ninety two times fifty. Thirty
0: four thousand six hundred ish. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. All Jesus. Right. Um
3: so I'll just get get back into the main room and Doc can act can passively listen as I recount the story as I scanned over the granite and uh, let them know this is a a grander design than just zardarok being controlled by some foolish devil this appears to be a coordinated effort by asmodius <laughs> looks like that... we've got another malevolent entity to deal with
0: the the um the name Asmodeus rings through both of you guys. You know, everyone knows who Asmodeus is. He, he's the equivalent of the devil in this world. The Grand Poobah of the Nine Hells. Um, Crixus, you would assume, based on what you read, that you have eliminated this threat for the time being, both eliminating this, um, this barbed devil and... Eliminating Zardarok, that this plan and understanding that at least a third of this complex was under the um was allied with uh um, Musgard, that you would be. This plan has kind of been halted, as Modius's plans here. So. All right. um,
3: So yeah, then I'll I'll let everybody know, and I'll just say, I think we're back on track to get that dragon away from Ten Towns.
0: We need her help immediately. At one point here, towards the end of this hour, there's someone goes to the doors, like shakes him a little bit, knocks, shakes him again. Does anyone do anything?
2: Yeah, I figured Doc would just be leaning against the door taking his rest, so he's uh hopefully just blocking the door. Is is okay. the
1: handles of it kind of like um like we shove something into the handles to keep it from opening? Or is there an actual yeah, lock? Yeah,
0: you guys you guys lo- you guys closed all the doors and barred them. Okay. You had said that last week oh, when the fight okay. was over that you barred all the doors down here, so um that's right. And then So yeah, there's something there and if does anyone say anything or do anything when the door shake?
1: I'm just going to say quietly. All right, time to time to get out of here. And and make my way to the
0: uh lift. Okay, after they shake and after there's a knock and then a shake again, um whoever it is walked away.
1: Mm. I'm still going to the lift.
0: Mhm. You all go to the lift? Sure.
2: Have I attuned to the the hat? Yeah. All right, I'm going to attempt to use it and look like Zardok and say, "What do you think, guys?" Certainly he better looks, looking. He looks like a lot like Zardok. <laughs> I probably
1: wouldn't do that on the lift. You don't want to get your ass stabbed when we get up there.
2: All right. I'll then change to just a random Durgar fighter, I guess. Okay. All right.
0: So you uh, switch to like a Durgar, one of the guys you fought in that first chamber. Um. (laughs) Heading up the lift, you come up to the floor that you entered on, the dining hall, uh, uh, where Grand Alpha probably still is. I mean, you've been gone for maybe a half hour, or no, hour and a half at this point. Um, she may still be in there, she may not, you don't know.
2: Do we say, what did we do with the body? Of Zardok,
0: uh, you, did, you didn't say it. anything about what you did with the body. It's still laying in the middle of the temple, and all the temple doors are locked. For all you know,
1: yep. <laughs> or I mean, for what
0: you know, that's what you did. Good plan. I don't care. What the and plan. the body, and the body, of the, and the body of the, and the body of the devil is in there too. Cool. Yep.
1: yep. Don't care. So. F- um,
2: fuck him if you can't take a yeah. joke. Before before we get out of the elevator, Air none. Yeah, no touching the dummies this time.
1: Oh, that's right. I, I'm confident. Yeah, we
2: don't have time yeah. for
1: that shit.
0: So you come up into I the training I've room, I think I've worked mandos. these muscles out for one day. Yeah, or suits armor sitting there.
2: Let's go be the saviors. What do you guys of, do? Let's go be the saviors of Ten Towns. That sounds like a much loftier title for you.
0: Oh, you are
1: absolutely correct.
2: Um, we
3: sneak Aradon's carefully kind of like past the dummies.
0: Sneak carefully past the dummies. Not hard. They aren't moving. <laughs> They're yeah, training dummies. Think... They don't move unless they get interacted with.
3: <laughs> You'd think it would be very easy to avoid.
0: then but... <laughs> You got someone as uh, confident as Eridon, and it's hard to go anywhere without interacting with things. Yeah,
2: I've used my last hit dice now, so, and I'm not full.
0: Right. <laughs> so you sneak past you end up outside of the outside of x twelve um what where would you like to go
1: i would assume we would head back to the room where she was in that's where yeah. i'm gonna go i'm just i'm walking i'm leading yep. the way that's where i'm going x8 yep
0: <clears throat> all right yep you head back in there uh she's at the table sitting there drinking with a couple of other durgar they're kind of laughing and uh, toasting and having a good time, you know, doing Dwarf things.
2: <laughs> I'll change back to Doc, or, or, you know, drop the disguise before going in there because I don't want her to know that I have, a, have it. In
0: case it's a desirable object. Yeah, I'm gonna. So you, uh go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, uh, you just need Doc switches back. Okay enters. Who enters the room first? Me.
1: Oh, I'm first. I'm probably three feet ahead of him. Um, right. I'm going to walk up to the table, reach into the bag of holding, pull out the crown, and slam it on the table. We have conquered.
0: Alright, then. (laughs) You should leave. This should... And she kind of grabs the crown and pulls it, and she's like, ugh. Oh. And she grabs, like, the sleeve of her thing and kind of grabs the crown and drags it towards her and pushes it over to one of the guys. Destroy that for me. And he nods and kind of wraps it up in a piece of cloth and shoves it in the bag and leaves. Um, Where's the body? Did anyone know you did anything?
1: The doors are locked to the to the chamber, and the body is down there with, shall I say, a cloaked uh, devil who tricked everyone. A devil? He really? was leading everyone, uh, disguised as Durgar. Is this devil alive still? he's about as alive as everybody else in that chamber. So, no, not at all. We took care of him. Actually, that worked I perfectly. did a pretty good job of whooping their ass.
0: You, go down there. Go round up six men. Head down there. Open the doors walk out with that devil's head in your hands, claiming that you slain it after it killed Zardark. Tell them that I will fill the void left behind and we shall stay as strong as ever within this fortress. But our plans have changed.
1: And you tell them Aranon had the finishing blow which lopped off this man's head. The devil's
0: head. (laughs) They aren't going to know who that is? They will after this battle. Fair enough. You need to go now, though. You're no longer welcome in my fortress. Leave immediately. I'm... Take everything you found with you. I don't want to see you again.
1: I'm going to say, um, without telling her I have the gauntlet, I'm going to say yeah. he had a golden... It wasn't gold. It Was it gold? It was... A,
0: nope, Charlotte didn't. Yeah. You don't know the material, but it's what, you're, what are little dragons made out of. Okay. And that's kind of bopping around on the table.
1: Um, I'm going to say he had a gauntlet on. Does that need to be destroyed as well?
0: Uh, most items that he built with the charlatan should be destroyed
1: what is charlatan
0: it's the material that this little guy is made out of and she points at the dragon also the material that the large dragon construct was made out of also the material the crown is made out of what does it it do weird things to the mind like it takes over your mind induces madness can have you chasing ghosts hmm. can have you become overly arrogant to the point of looking suicidal oh. can Interesting. have have you lock yourself in a room and mutter prayers over and over and over again
1: it's getting weird. <clears throat> yeah, I would never. That. I am much stronger minded than that. That would never happen. Take
0: inspiration, <laughs> <laughs> That is the perfect statement for that madness in that moment. <laughs> I'm too I'm, good for your madness.
3: I'm going to no, mention. You must leave. Oh. I'm going to mention we shall leave. However. How can we stop the dragon?
0: Destroy it. It's a construct. It's not a... Things that you'd fight a dragon with. Things you'd destroy a machine with. It's got gears and... Magical pieces. But it's not
1: a real dragon? It doesn't breathe fire?
0: Oh, it breathes fire, alright. He made it that way. Magical fire. Hence, it has magic pieces and mechanical pieces. Most of the construct itself is mechanical. It's driven by magical means.
1: Mm. I shall dismantle this dragon. Come, let's go. I'm going to start walking out.
3: As a warning for you, it appears that Zardarok was taking some of his orders from Asmodius, it appears <laughs> the demon has become involved in your business I would remove yourself from this place
0: I appreciate the information it makes things make much more sense he didn't seem to be in his right mind most of the time there are car on the surface just doesn't make sense. Nor to us. Get out of my castle. <laughs> she's, she's pretty much just bang. This place is mine now. Leave. You're not welcome. Get the hell out of here. She's
1: called Dibs on the entire building.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> no Absolutely. She saw her moment to expand her empire, basically.
2: Uh, Doc will say, in Dwarven on the way out, may we, like, uh, a dwarven "May we never meet again" kind of thing, like, like a goodbye that's meant insincerely kind of thing.
0: So, and she, she in replies in dwarvish says, "Agreed, Pinky." A, a reference to your skin yeah. <laughs> being pink instead of a dark gray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pink, All right, so you brain. head down. Pink, did
2: did we need did, did, did we need to look at that? uh You guys looked at the thing in the war room pretty well, so you have an idea of what the dragon was
0: supposed to do. I think I think Aaron actually took time to write it down, didn't you? On on the rest, because you did a rest in that room. A um, short um, rest. What, what did I write that. down? The, the path of the, the dragon. The battle plan. The path of the dragon. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the mechanical dragon's path.
1: Yes, yeah, yes, I did. Okay.
2: Okay, so we don't have to stop there then. Uh, just to get Aaron on moving, I'll I'll say race you to the race you to the sleds.
1: Oh, I was already I was already left the room before Chris <laughs> has started talking, so I'm like halfway probably to the front door.
0: <laughs> you're 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 yeah you're halfway to the front door, and Doc is gone to kind of catch up to you, and right when he gets next to you, he's still kind of trotting. And he says, "Racy to sleds," and then takes off. Do you do anything?
1: Is he still wearing his hat?
2: Are you still wearing your hat? Uh, I wouldn't want Alpha to see it, so I would have tucked it in a tucked it in a pocket or in my, my shirt or something. Okay. Do you have yep, a, it's stock? So
1: do you have a hood or anything like that? Would I'd be able to
2: grab at?
0: Probably. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm wearing all kinds of gear, so yeah. All right, Make so a on. dexterity saving throw to grab him as he go, as he starts to take off from you. Seventeen. Seventeen. Um, doc Dexter strength check. Uh, uh, speed away or athletics. I mean that's running, right? Yeah, athletics. we'll do athletics. It's fine. Roll in. Roll in. 19. 19. You wow. go to grab him and he's gone. <laughs> he's, like, you just fingertips on him as he just gets beyond you. Do you chase after him?
1: Oh, hell yeah. I'm not letting that little bastard Chats beat me. You're <laughs> halfway legs. to
0: the door. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 50, 55, and then double that. So it's 110 ish to the, to the door. Um, Doc, do you do anything? Because he's going to catch you at one point. If you're both double moving, he's going to catch you. Do you do anything when he comes running past you? Uh,
2: no, I, I wish I had a bag of ball bearings, but uh, I... <laughs> no, I, <don't... laughs>
0: I would actually. I think Aaron
1: I would actually do that thing where you kick the back of the person's foot when they're walking as I caught up to him.
0: Uh-huh. Okay, um, make an attack roll, <laughs> Aaron. On... <laughs> An unarmed, unarmed attack roll. <laughs> we love wasting time. Uh-huh. This is great. Oh, it's fantastic! Grinding dirt's amazing.
2: I'm gonna do a good
0: deck save <laughs> just in case I need it. Oh, that was yeah. to Really bad.
1: Twenty
2: four. Oh, you
0: twenty four. Yeah, he gets he gets your he gets your. Well, I was gonna have him go on your AC because it's a, it's an unarmed attack, yeah. so he's hit he's hitting your AC. <clears throat> twenty four. He's gonna hit it. Uh, so I need the deck save from you yeah so nine, 19 19 you stumble for a second but you maintain your feet and you both end up running air nine getting there first Krixis, are you doing anything while these two fools are running down the hall like kids i'm gonna i I'm <laughs> gonna
2: say he get he gets that right as we're gonna round the corner he does he kicks my leg out so instead I can't turn and I end up going straight into the doors at x3 which the other guy had barred for us so I just kind of like slam into the doors Make a really loud noise and then turn around and go back following him.
3: This <laughs> is, uh, yeah, he's, he's just following behind, uh, trying to be stealthy, like practice, you know, not trying to be seen by anybody, um, and uh, failing miserably. Like waving to Durgar and stuff like that accidentally.
0: and you wave to Dirk Dirk Digger as you um, go by he's still standing guard Um, you guys head out the front then Mm -hmm. Mm mhm mhm alright you head out the front and the doors kind of slam close behind you Um, make a perception check
3: A good one. 21. Decent.
2: 17. 12.
0: Um, your dogs are all in a huddle in a snowbank nearby, all just huddled together trying to keep warm. There are no sleds in sight. Um, <laughs> did, did you say our sleds are gone? Yes just your dogs Hmm. like your dogs are put outside to run free like there's no harnesses on them or anything it is literally just your dogs and like all the gear and uh, blood stuff not there man the times I wish I was a druid
1: I'm I'm gonna say fuck this shit and I'm gonna go back open up the go back into the building and go after what's her face
0: you go knock on the door and the door's closed. It's barred.
2: Mm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we're walking.
1: Mm-mm,
2: mm-mm,
3: mm-mm. Oh. Um. Is there any? Are there? I don't know. Is there a <laughs> stack of lumber nearby?
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> kind of looking around, you're a little bit on a mountainside here. Uh, All your right. dogs come up to you and they're happy to see you. They're wiggling tails, wiggling butts, even um, princes kind of coming over to Aaron on and nudging them and looking for a scritch. I mean,
2: we probably have some rope and maybe some like we could pro- probably rig something up with shields and maybe extra pieces of armor to have the dogs pulled but I don't think it's going to be I mean by the time we put that together I don't know
3: alright Krixus is going to be fine but I'm worried just about walking that long in the cold
1: I'm going to look around for any type of tracks or any type of hiding spot where this stuff may be stowed
0: you remember bringing it in through the first door, and then they took it off into a side room there. Remember, we weren't
3: getting into this fortress unless they let us in. Because, like, we'd have to scale it. Like, it's not a thing.
0: And you're basically kicked out. Right. Damn it. Well, I
3: think we're walking then, guys.
1: I'm going to go back and bang on the door again and yell, Dirk, you bastard, we need our stuff back.
0: Silence. You look up to the arrow slot, there's no one there.
2: Just the cold whistling of the wind. Yep.
1: Motherfuckers. <laughs> I am at a loss. Um, um, hmm.
2: uh, Lonely Wood then, right? That's a natural one. Okay, I was doing an intelligence check to see if Doc in the moment would remember that he put uh, Dragon's Blood in his flask and I rolled a natural one. So he's going to take a drink out of his flask. <laughs> I know that's a con that could... save.
0: <laughs> yes, it is. At least
2: he's got a good con six. To okay. <laughs> yes. It's like, a Nice little
0: buzz from yeah. it.
2: Oh, hello. Good morning. <laughs> Maybe we'll put that away for a little while.
0: Did yeah. <laughs> <laughs> start hoofing wh- it? Yeah. Yeah. And dogs kind of. Instinctively take up positions around you guys and kind of Kind of different because um, they, they spread out and Some are off the road out to the sides. Just kind of keeping an eye on you guys as you go um, You travel for about an hour or so uh, And you hear in the, the the wind is kind of picked up and a a the first bits of snow are setting in but on the wind you hear more dogs different dogs and and your prince ears prick up and he's looking right away um barkley and uh oh crap I'm trying to remember all the dog names now <laughs>
3: Charles Barkley, Bob Barker, and Bill and Ted. Uh,
0: Bill and Ted, yes. <laughs> Barker, Barkley, Barker, Bill and Ted. Uh, one by one, they all kind of perk up as they, they hear. And not just dogs. Uh, make a nature check. Because you hear it, too, when you see the dogs perk up. 15. You actually hear, um, uh, Crixus, you can, you can perceive it, uh, better than the others. It's, it, it's cobalt. You hear dogs and intermingled with the dogs, um, uh, sound. You, you hear the, like cobalt yips. Um and suddenly as through like the the wind and the blowing snow there is a uh, all five of your dogs suddenly just take very defensive positions hackles up they're growling as three dog sleds come up over the rise with these big burly i mean they they're, they almost look like wolves pulling these dog sleds uh, in two of these sleds you see two kobolds each standing on top of them in the third sled there's a kobold with a bundled up humanoid figure and they pull right up to the line where you're all five of your dogs kind of take a defensive position between you and them and um, This uh, dog sled pulls up and uh turns and faces you and a very feminine voice comes out of it and says can we be of service to you? Uh. You going to Ten Towns? Uh, actually um, I think you're you can be of service to me I think you're the ones I was looking for honestly You are a, um, you are a tiefling, yes, sir? Indeed. Ah, you must, uh, um, then, then you, then you are Crixis.
3: I am known as Crixis. We are known as TBD. How can we be of service? Yes. To
0: you? I have been looking for you. Um, my name is Veline Harpel. I have been looking for... Well, what I've been looking for is not important right now. What is important is the dragon. Um, I came looking for you for other things, but <laughs> if there's no ten downs left to save, let's um, shall we say there's no, uh... No bothering me needing what I need. So, do you need a ride? Absolutely, do very badly. Mind? Do you mind my compatriots? <laughs> and she kind of heads over to the kobolds who are like fighting with each other on top of this wagon <laughs> or on on top of this sled right now, kind of bonking <laughs> each other. One's got the reins and one's trying to get them away from them, And then there's the one's got the set of reins kind of twirled up and he's whack, <laughs> smacking the other one in the head. And they're kind of like a Laurel Hardy Three Stooges thing going on on all the sleds, other than hers, where she's got one sitting very quietly in front of them.
3: <laughs> yeah, it, we could absolutely use a ride. Uh, we, we're headed, and I assume we know where we have to head, whether we're headed to the Lonely Wood or whether we're headed to wherever the dragon is expected to be.
0: Well the dragon has already um already been through Dugan's Hole. Uh, from my knowledge. Uh, it's also uh, been through Goodmead. Currently in East Haven. East so... Haven it is Well I don't know if by the time we get there if it will be moved on. We have a good 5 hours of travel yet. What it would be may the moved uh, on from East Haven?
3: What would be the next Turn on, look on the map. Look on the map. I'm checking. It, yeah, I'm, yeah, check I'm checking. Yeah, checking
0: your it, checking your information. The next uh city after East Haven probably would have been Kerrideneval. Um then it would be headed towards Kerrconeg, Termalane, then Lonelywood is there any um, good
2: uh interception path we can get like get ahead of it and
0: you don't know much about Karedenaval or Kerr um of Lonelywood and Termalane, you would cho- probably want to choose Termalane. that would be the larger city with the more apt to have weapons to fight against it um
3: that feels right see
0: the... I was gonna say, yeah, I could have you, uh, you. You really probably don't know much about, yeah, either one of those, Deneval or Kharconig. Um, you can ask. I mean, you can ask her stuff.
1: I'm gonna <clears throat> stand forefront, put my hands on my hips, and say. If you were a wise and powerful general of an army such as myself, where would you... There's a headcock. It's the only thing you can see. Where would you (laughs) intercept this dragon at? Tell us about these other towns.
0: Well, if... uh, Cairdeneval has a large castle in the... uh... Knights of the Black Sword, um, they may be able to help. Otherwise, Um Koenig would be... It's not a very large city. Um, about 150 people. There isn't a lot um There isn't a lot of... Weapons anywhere in this in the ten towns? They're, these are not fighting people. These are. I they, they live off the land. They fish. They they they're survivalists. They're not fighters. Um. Kerdenival. Uh, otherwise, from Kerdenival, if you don't go to Kerdenival, which is going to be, ooh, I don't even know if we'll make it there in time. <coughs> to um. The next best chance I think would be Turmaline. And term- term- to is where, uh, Tourmaline is where
2: Turmaline is. That we was went the to... mine. That's right. Yeah.
0: Yep. That was the lonely mine. Um, or not the lonely mine. though. I forget what they called it. But that's where the blue clam was, and and mm-hmm. you had the uh, inn with um, what's her face and Marta's yeah. at that inn. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, I think we should probably go there.
2: Tourmaline sounds all...
1: like the best option. I say yeah, we once go Cri- there. Once right. Crixus hears Turmaline
3: is is on the list, he's going to be fully dedicated to protecting that town.
0: Okay. So you guys, she's throw it. she she looks at you, goes. If she looks at you. She looks at her kobolds, and says, "Grab their stuff. Load it in." The Kobolds all kinda of jump out the it, honestly, they in my mind I'm thinking the little fucking repair robots in The Mandalorian and in episode one of Star Wars that you punch their nose and they go and they're running into each other and shit. So these uh kobolds kinda of jump out of the out of the dog sleds and approach and your dogs have not backed down yet, and Prince actually bites one of them on the arm.
1: I'm gonna yell at him, <laughs> Prince!
0: Sit. He 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 he's got the army. He, he looks like he's about to do the ragdoll thing, mm-hmm. shaking his head with it, and he slowly lets go. And actually, make an animal handling check. Let's see if he actually lets go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Gotta roll better than your perception,
0: right? Thirteen. Yeah, thirteen. Uh yeah. He lets go. But he still stays with his... He's still in a very defensive position. Hackle's raised, watching, and just kind of turns with the one as it walks past, slowly growling at it the whole time. But they come over and reach up to, like, grab your stuff. they all... Doc, they're probably about your height, but to Aaron and Crixus, they're kind of reaching up, looking to grab your sacks. Stuff. To throw them <laughs> in the <sides. laughs> Show title. Show title. <laughs> yeah, yeah, reaching up to grab your sacks. <laughs>
3: Be gentle. I've been traveling quite a bit. Um, I think it's
2: been a while now.
3: Nice. Do we know, like, under whose order? Can I talk to what's her name? Uh, Valine. Yeah, Valine. Um, about who, who sent her? Who, on whose information oh, um... is she here?
0: In Lonelywood there's there's a tavern in Lonelywood that just reopened. Um and in um the 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 cute blonde behind the counter, um Belching uh, Dragon Eliana. Yeah, yes, the belching dragon. Oh, oh TBD. Ah, I see. So you're that's okay. Yes, we are that tough makes sense. bad dudes. I've been looking for someone to help me for a while and the bad dudes. I said tough bad dudes. <laughs> tough bad dudes <laughs> bad dudes <laughs> 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 80s video games for the win <laughs> well we
2: should probably get ourselves to terminal lane so we can also be the best defense ooh see <laughs> we did there
0: uh all right, so they the, you give all your gear over to the kobolds. They throw it in the um, sleds. You're able to jump in the sleds. Um, and these massive, they're almost direwolves. They're like small direwolves start pulling these sleds away, and they're incredibly fast. Um, your dogs can keep up, and you're on a full-out sprint towards Tourmaline. It takes the better part of five hours, uh, five and a half hours to get there. Um, and arriving in, as you get closer to 10 towns, you see there are several, just in the distance, plumes of smoke. Just dark, black smoke rising as the wind has calmed and the, um, the storm has somewhat subsided about three hours into your travel. Approaching it, you see, um... Let's see, one, two, three, four. Yeah, there's four different large plumes of smoke coming out from the eastern side of Ten Towns. Basically, four of the towns have been raised to a certain extent. <laughs> um, so, arriving six hours in you <clears throat> arrive at Tourmaline, and the dragon is not there yet um uh, messengers have their way there um where do you go when you enter Tourmaline?
1: i i wanna go sell my stuff i need if if we're gonna fight a dragon i'm gonna need something better than to two hand dagger things, maybe a, a better ranged weapon, maybe.
2: <clears throat> Termaline, you're probably going to find my picks for the miners.
0: And heading to the store in Turmaline, you find that it is, people are boarding up, there is motion everywhere, everyone is prepping for fighting, no one is concerned about buying or selling anything right now.
1: Fuck, I have all this shit the, I
2: need to get rid of. The, <laughs>
0: Crixus,
1: Crixus, <laughs> Crixus is
3: gonna say let's head to the east look. Marta can provide us a recount of of who's preparing for the dragon and possibly let us know who we
1: should talk to. Ah, Marta, also... I remember her. She was the cute one. I might ask her out. <laughs> um
3: let's remain oh, focused. Snap. Let's remain focused, Aranon.
1: <laughs> oh, I am always focused
0: on the ladies. <laughs> um, so you head to, um, you head to the east. Look, um, Marta, or the east side, the east side. That's what it was. Oh, okay. Um. Marta's got the whole thing like boarded up already. Um and you when you walk in the front, she's got two different crossbows sitting on the um on the bar. She's cinching on a um like leather studded leather Armour. And she's like basically tying off gauntlets and prepping and then um as you approach she's putting cold weather stuff on over the top of that to stay warm.
2: <sighs> Crixus <laughs>
0: Hi. Um do you know about the dragon coming?
3: My dear Marta, I do. In fact we need uh, additional fighters to hold back the dragon it is not a true dragon it is a construct i need someone who would know how to control it uh,
0: a construct i don't i don't know anyone that would know how to control a construct i mean i'm gonna interrupt or this math.
1: conversation and grab marta's hand and say marta and kiss it it is wonderful to see you again we are here to stop the dragon
0: uh, she kind of looks at you and says, Yeah, it's nice to see you, too. The, yes, we need to stop the dragon. This, You feeling all right?
1: Do not fear. I feel wonderful. You ready to fight a dragon? I am always ready to fight a dragon. We do not back okay, down. Okay, can you go keep watch for us? That is a fantastic idea. I'm glad I thought of Thank this. Thank you. And I'm going to go... And uh, stand outside and take out my my telescope.
0: Watch for the
2: dragon. Yep. <clears throat> Fantastic. make a perception check. Uh, can can I make some kind of a check? To, like I mean, we knew Aranon was being arrogant, but now he's kind of over the top. Can we? Can I do a like a medicine or insight or something? Uh, you can Maybe make an like, insight
0: check. Like, Seven. Wh-
2: why? He's getting a little weird now.
1: Well, wouldn't you guys realize 100%. that the after they talked about the that stuff and i picked up the dragon off of the map uh,
2: and you have the gauntlet and now i have too, the gauntlet you?
0: yep hmm. uh, inside yeah, check you so, huh? yeah 10 yeah you know, 10. based weird. on what you were told by well based on what you're told by uh grand Alpha and and knowing the fact that he has both the gauntlet and this well you don't know he has the dragon but you know he has the gauntlet um and you can't necessarily piece together when he went over the top arrogant because he was always kind of arrogant um but it seems to line up with him getting the gauntlet where he where he is uh... mm-hmm. all
2: right uh when he goes out to make a check then i'll kind of whisper to Crixis like you think that gauntlet's affecting him
3: Uh, something certainly is, although Aranon has always been a little focused on himself, he's his focus is going to get us killed this way.
1: A side note: I rolled a seven on my perception check, so I'm probably looking down the wrong way of the spyglass.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I was gonna say you're looking. You, you. It's not. You start looking to the skies and um you end up catching, like, stars. <laughs> and they, they gather your attention rather than the dragon. Like, you lose focus in what you're actually looking for. I wasn't going to have you actually look through it incorrectly. That wasn't quite low enough for that.
2: Um, when we when we saw the dragon take off, did it, did it glow or anything? Or was it kind of just a, a dark on dark when it flew? Because there wouldn't have been any light to see it.
0: Is it... It... Yeah, the interior of it glows a little bit, like its chest area under its, okay. below its like uh, scales. Um, okay, so we will be able to see it in the sky. Yeah, you'll be able to Act- see it coming in the sky.
2: Actually, yeah, if Marta's got a. Because I really don't have any ranged weapons, and if this is flying, I'm at a severe disadvantage, so I'm going to see if I can procure a, a crossbow or something.
0: Okay. Um, she looks at you and says, "I have the two, um, but I can't. I can only fire one at a time. And I'm gonna have to. I would fire them both and then reload them both in the man. It might just do better to have two of us doing that. So yes, by all means. Here, she hands you this a heavy crossbow. Okay. Um, there the. As you move back outside. To look, the city is kind of the um, speaker's speaker Mathu has kind of got everyone, the townsfolk gathered up and wagons, and they're lined up to head out the town north towards the mine. And he, you hear him barking orders: straight on to the mine. When you get to the mine, get inside the mine. Hold up in the mine. We will contact you and everything is clear and you can see the militia of the town kind of setting up a perimeter looking to defend against the dragon um at one point one of the militiamen comes running up to the speaker and says no sign of them yet um it seems a little bit funny to you krixus in the moment that uh as all the townsfolk are kind of packing up that marta is putting on gear to go fight like shouldn't you be with them type thing
3: i knew her as a fighter not a not a runner
0: yeah oh, um let's see you guys did all that with the mic so what would you guys like to do to try and prepare for this
3: how much time based on the map do we think we have
0: uh make an intelligence check
3: i'll tell you this without a long rest
0: I don't know. You, you have no idea. You're trying to estimate the time. Uh, Valene is there with you. Um, looking at it, she's like, um, like, honestly, when you try and think about this, you're overcome with emotion. Um, both this place, your attachment to Marta, um, when when it was when it was Dugan's Hole and Goodmead, East Haven, none of these places meant anything to you. Um Tourmaline, uh Marta, this inn that you spent time at, the thought of uh finding the Chewingas here, uh, Ellie, and then your mind goes from the Chewingas in Ellie to the inn in Lonely Wood. And beyond Lonelywood, thinking about Bryn Shander and the people of Bryn Shander that you've helped and it's overwhelming in the moment when you're trying to, you can't focus enough to try and calculate time in this moment and it's actually there's almost an emotional crack in Crixus in that moment where he's always very stoic it's overwhelming to him to try and come up with this
2: yeah and, and we're sitting on Krixis, do you have any spell slots left? One.
3: Third level. Yeah,
2: I got. No, no hit dice. Fifty hit points. erinon how are you doing? You have no hit dice either, right? Nope. 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 Are you? How's your hit? How's your HP doing?
1: Fair to partly cloudy. I'm sitting at twenty six of forty five. Fair to to, partly cloudy.
2: If we have just a little bit of time, then if we can find either a healer, a cleric, uh, uh, anything to just get us a little bit of uh, just top off the hit points, maybe if we know this dragon fight's going to be significant.
1: Yeah, I could use a top off.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, as things are moving around and going, um, people are prepping and stuff. Um at one point seeing that you guys are staying behind when the last of the caravan leaves with the townsfolk, um guy starts running down the line of of militia men and just he's passing out different things, bundles of arrows and um <clears throat> a couple of things. And he gets over he gets over by you guys and he looks at Crixus and he says Mm, use magic. Indeed, I've got and a bit of, left. Kind of rummages around his packings like, Here, and here, and he hands you two scrolls. Um, you'll need some of these. And he reaches in and he pulls out three small vials and hands them to you. And then he moves on to Doc. He's like, "Here, take some of these. You'll, you're more. Oh, you're going to need arrows too." Um, he puts his hand in and he pulls out a big. Thing of arrows for you or bolts for your crossbow, mm-hmm. um, and he he kind of moves on to Aaron and he's like, hey, "You have your crossbows. Um, These are smaller than normal." Uh,
1: it is a good here. size he,
0: for me. He pulls out a uh, he pulls out a longbow and hands you a longbow and then pulls out a quiver full of arrows. He seems to be pulling all this stuff out of a sack, roughly, about this big <laughs> you—you it doesn't puzzle or bother you at all. You know what it is, and you guys are kind of used to it at this point, but it's still strange to see him just keep pulling things out of this bag. Like, So he hands you a, a, a plus one longbow, Aranon, and uh, three Ooh. vials as well. So each of you got three potions of healing. Um, you got a scroll of fireball, Crixus, and a scroll of, um, actually, yeah, two scrolls of fireball. <laughs> we'll go that route. They're both fireball. Um, Doc, your bolts are, um, they have an acid property, to them. Cool. So, they will do uh, D6 of acid damage in addition to the damage from the crossbow. Nice. The Yeah. So, they kind of load you up, set you out um, in if you look at, I don't know if you have the map to um, Termalane up at all, or remember it. Uh, the town hall was kind of in the middle of the town. The blue clam was on the lake to the northwest side, and the road leading out to the gem mine was to the northeast. The east side inn was in that northeast corner as well. Um, do you guys take up? I imagine you take up to try and defend the east side inn. It's because of your personal connections.
2: Yeah, where where or is you? the uh, the rest of the militia lining up? Like, do they have an idea of which direction it's coming from?
0: they don't know which direction it's coming from they kind of are lining up all they're they're forming a perimeter um, there are plans um you see one of them they've pulled up a um a wagon and um dropped the sides on a thing game of thrones when they pull that freaking ballista out of the wagon they they have three of those set up around the town that came in on wagons you don't know from where but the word has been spread very quickly that this thing is coming so they're trying to route they've noticed that its path has been moving counterclockwise through the 10 towns and they've been trying to prep the next city um here and there so they've gotten some support from some of the towns that haven't been attacked yet
2: Yeah, there's just so many buildings. There's really no way to know where to go. So, um, is there any... We lost our dog sleds, but is there any way we can find something that can get us up and down the line if we have to? If it comes in somewhere else? Or are
0: we um, just... Talking to valine yes. Um, she has her dog sleds. Um, she's here with you. She's prepping okay. herself. What's the um,
1: what's the tallest building around us? Like, what's something I could climb up into to get a higher vantage point?
0: Um, you know, the the inn would if you could get up on the roof of the inn, that would probably be one of your best vantage points from the east side, uh, from the west side. Um, mm, there's a building next, a couple of the buildings next to the Blue Clam that are two story, but there isn't anything in this, um town that is more than two stories tall Uh, so any of the two-story buildings there are some in the inside the the town hall actually probably would have just a third story like if i don't know if you're looking at the map of it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but the yeah the you see where it points to the town hall Mm -hmm. and it's got that Mm -hmm. squared and then there's a smaller square i imagine that that is just like a small little like church bell yeah scout lookout thing so that would probably be your best vantage point to figure out where it's coming from but it's going to leave you in the middle of the town instead of out at the edges where most of the militia is lining up but that's up to you where you want to be
1: i'm going to stay on the cool. edge of town and just uh mm-hmm. i'll climb up onto a second story roof
2: yeah, yeah we okay. on, maybe, we on at, the... maybe we stay at the east side just because if if we can only say one building that might be it but i think we want to have the dog sleds prepped and ready to go out front so that if we need to move we can get somewhere relatively fast.
0: There's a general belief that it is coming from the east. Yeah, we, we understand the path of the dragon, right? So we can yep. perceive it will as be to which edge of
3: town it's coming through.
0: Yeah, so it would probably, they're, they're estimating that it's coming down that road from the gem mine. Yes. Probably a good point. We should
2: probably find someone in command and give them that information, like the path in case we don't succeed.
0: Um, Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. If there's time, um, so Obviously, there's no, everything's happening yeah. fast.
0: Um, it's, it's hard to determine. Um, at some point, someone said you overheard someone say three hours. We got three hours until it's arriving or something like that. Um, You're not sure how accurate that information was. It seems like it was just one of the militiamen barking at the other guys to prep, get your stuff together, rest if you can because you got a fight coming. It's going to be a tough one. Uh, You do have time. Uh, Who would you bring the information to?
1: I mean, I guess we would just ask uh, Marta who who's speaker. in command. Yeah, or, yeah, the speaker.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, bringing it to Speaker Matthew, um, he, you approach him. He says, yeah, yes, can I help? Ah, I, re- I remember you are our, our, uh, friends with mine. Yes, you're here to help with the dragon now.
1: Yes, we are but here, here terminally to never do to
0: what did I never do to deserve such noble heroes? Can I do something for you? Is there anything you need to prep for this?
1: You can bask in our presence and thank us for coming to save the town.
3: I need a line of crossbowmen.
1: <laughs> Crixus just ignores me. I love it.
0: <laughs> where would you like the line of crossbowmen?
3: And then we share. Do you know where the? We you share know our knowledge. Coming from. <laughs> we share our knowledge of the dragon's path okay. and and with all knowledge that we have it would it would make sense the dragon would come in through a certain northwest and
0: he northwest. he takes he takes your information and he scribbles um he he scribbles and then he goes "no oh, wait" and he grabs like three sheets of paper and lays them up, or See, what do we got? Hang on. One, two, three, four, five. He grabs five sheets of paper and starts writing. He, he, like, waves his hand over the top of it and then starts writing on the one sheet of paper. And what he writes on the one sheet of paper shows up on the other four sheets of paper as he starts writing out the town names in order of what, after Tourmaline, who is going. And uh, he grabs them all up and he turns to the guy next to him and he says Hawks with these to the other five towns remaining immediately. And the guy kind of nods and heads out. And you see he's kind of rolling them up individually as he's heading out. Um, this, so line of crossbow men come from the east, you said? And you Lay out a plan where you believe the dragon's coming from. Um, get that up. He's, I'm going to keep... I'm going to... Um, if you're that confident, I'm going to put most of our militia on the east. I will keep scouts posted. I'll have a scout posted in the tower. Um, I have a, uh, four speaking stones. I, I can get one in the tower, one on the road to Lonelywood, Wood, one on the road to Targos, and then one on the road to the gem mine. That's pretty much the entire city. I would say we are confident. All right. Um. <sighs> <sighs> well, I, I I, shall go with the crossbowmen then, Valene says. Um. <laughs> oh, I'm a bit nervous.
1: Do not be scared, As... sir. We are here to protect you.
0: That wasn't him that talked. <laughs> it was Valene. And oh, you've actually I seen her at this point me. being inside. Yeah, being inside a bar, she's actually taken her hood down. And um, she has an eye patch over one eye and gray hair that just kind of um, pours around. In fact, you know what? I can give you this. I can show you this. That is what she looks like—an elderly human. Um,
3: been around the block.
0: Been around the block. Um, she kind of looks at you and she goes, "Hi, oh, yes. dragons are especially constructed dragons? I don't. Not something I've gone against, really." Hmm. Do not fear, TBD is here. <laughs> Can you work? Show title for you.
3: Can you work a bow, Valine?
0: I have other means of um, attacking, but, but uh, a, bow, a bow would be. A bow, as a backup option, would be nice. Yes.
2: Um, Doc is going to try to take advantage of Arnon's arrogance and be like, Arnon, you're probably, with that spyglass of yours, you're probably going to be the first one to see it. We should get you in position. And also, since you have Zardok's gauntlet, maybe you should see if you can use it to control it. I don't know. God, Doc doesn't know magic very well, so he's like, maybe you can use the gauntlet to control him and kind of get Aaron undistracted so he doesn't offend somebody with his uh, outburst.
1: <laughs> I'm going to reach into my bag of holding and kind of like, maget- like, uh, like pulling a rabbit out of a hat, stick my hand into the gauntlet, into the bag, and uh, Lionel, Thundercats, hold it up and yell behold the power and then run off towards a two-story building
0: um hang on a minute because i gotta roll a die here
3: Uh and whether he actually becomes has sight beyond sight
0: there, there are people around, and he just yelled, "Behold!" really loudly. <laughs> and uh, sure enough, so there's a patron, um, or not a patron, but uh, one of the militia men nearby that says, "Beholder, what?" <laughs> and there's a general panic for about twenty minutes as everyone's trying to find this beholder,
2: mm.
0: and no one has calm emotions everyone's on edge and someone yelled behold. (laughs) It got misinterpreted. Did we leave Marta back at the east side? Uh, No, she's with you. She's with you. Valine's with you. Um, You're kind of a a group of five right now moving around. Um, Valine says a a place of elevation would be good for me. A rooftop or something probably um, where I can keep clean sight on whatever is flying overhead Um, uh, the crossbows probably would be a similar situation but longbows anyone that's using ranged things um, you don't seem to have a weapon or a crossbow or anything sir and she's talking to you Crixus kind of puzzling wondering why
3: I show her my light crossbow and I'll I'll say I'm not going to do much with this And then, you know, I just kind of produce a little sacred flame out of my hand and say, if I had more time to recover my spells, that would be great, but it is upon us.
0: Ah. Um. Well, hmm. Don't know much about that, stay in my eyesight while we fight if we can be any of you use magic besides you no it's just you I can clearly tell that he does not and yeah he doesn't either okay um, they handed me some scrolls did they hand you some scrolls I do in fact I have okay. two scrolls of fireball that I, w- I will rely upon that is good to know. Okay. So let us um, let's set up. we got we got a little bit of time, but let us. And Marta's kind of watching her wearily as she seems to be stepping in to take a, a, a leadership like role in the situation. Um, do you guys end up going over to the east side then towards the east side? Yeah, I'm already movie. gone. Yeah.
1: I was I was running over in that direction trying to find a two story building to climb up on and Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think we want to the upper window there. or upper window or roof on the east side or a building within a very short distance from it. But it looks like that's probably our best shot from the map.
0: Okay. Um as you start moving as you start walking to the east side, uh Valen in conversation doc. Um Starts asking about, um, so what, what kind of, um, what kind of fighting do you do? What, you don't clearly use magic and gets into this conversation, Mm -hmm. kind of occupying you and her. Um, and Marta comes up next to Crixus and says, I'm not entirely sure I trust her, Crixus.
3: Well, the only thing we need to trust her with is that her aim will be true. Um. This dragon, we need all hands on deck.
0: You are correct there, but uh, keep your eyes peeled during the battle. Of course, please. Of course,
3: and I will watch your back hmm. and your. Friend. Um, I, again, not... <laughs> she
0: she was she was gonna look at you, and I walked back and. She... There's not much to look at in this cold weather gear. And she winks at you. <laughs> um,
2: kind of understanding that that uh, Valina is somewhat of a spellcaster. Docs really doesn't understand, but knows that sometimes spellcasters can do crazy things. So he's going to definitely emphasize how he's much better in melee. And if there's a way to get him closer to the dragon, that he could use his melee weapons would be much more efficient than... Than uh the ball you know thinking you know he's seen wizards cast fly he's seen probably like a misty stepper dimension door type thing but he has no idea what valine's specialties are so he's just kind of hinting at that stuff but not asking for it because he doesn't know her
0: all right um she's she kind of picks up on what you're laying down uh she's like, and she says, I don't really have a lot that I can do for you. Um, I can try and make make it, make it a little easier for you to hit him. Um, but other than that, just stay nearby. Uh, I may be able to slow it down for you. I may be able to... Um, yeah and do some other things that would make it difficult to attack so huh. here why don't you all as you guys approach the east side and she um is like Ugh. and she looks at marta and she says you this is your end correct she's like yeah you have a fire going inside Um, Marta looks at it and says, there was, I was letting it burn down because, well, it's that time. She said, well, why don't we go inside and just wait for an hour or two inside, take a small rest before we take up our positions. We still have about three hours, they were saying, before the dragon comes. And, uh, y'all seem to kind of agree to that and get warm. Um... Is there anything you'd like to discuss or ask, either Marta or Valine, during this time?
1: Did anybody come and get me from wherever I was, or did you guys just kind of go off and leave me run run to you would
0: <laughs> You would have been over. You would have gone headed over to the east side. Um, and honestly, I'm guessing Aranon would have been. I'm going to protect the east side in shells and remains standing, mm-hmm. and you knew how to get up on the roof there, and you would have been at the east side, probably prepping when they came in the door. Okay, is what I'm assuming. Okay,
1: that sounds like a safe assumption.
3: <laughs> well, I'm you know I'm sharing with uh, with Marta. And Valene just making sure they know that it's it's a mechanical construct, it's not a true dragon, so there may not be a soft spot that you'll be looking for. It'll mostly be a point at which, you know, it appears that there's an exposed gear or something of that nature that we could target um, that would reduce its ability to fly um, and that way provide us an advantage.
0: They all seem to um, they, they take in the information well. Um, throughout this, Marta has gone behind the counter and pulled out some hard sausage and um, hard cheese, like some travel food, basically that stores well, and brings it out and lays it in front of everyone. And y'all kind of, no one's got a real big appetite. The lunch are setting in, but it's something that y'all kind of nibble on. There's a very um, low grade. Alcohol, uh, mead that she's brought out for you guys to drink. In addition to just uh, just something to just keep you warm and keep you a little loose. Um, and the conversation like it, it dies off in moments, and it's very quiet in moments, and very somber as you sit around the hearth. Um, I th- and kind of thinking of that uh, season eight episode two of uh, Game of Thrones when they they have that whole night where they know the army's coming the next day and they're all kind of drinking and talking with each other and just there's a general unease and focus in the room as you guys have this conversation uh, we, we'll, we'll just stop right there That that's a good spot to stop and we'll we'll fight a dragon next week <laughs> <sighs>
2: Yeah, the the only thing i was going to say is at the end of at the end of that time period doc would probably stoke up the fire much more than marta was probably expecting and when she questions it he'd say at some point someone's there's going to be a lot of people who are going to need a place to rest recover and and stuff so this may be this you know there's a big building that could house a lot of people when when needed so we should probably have it Somewhat ready for triage.
0: Welcoming. Hmm. I'm I'm more a fighter than than an innkeeper. Um, have you ever considered running an inn? (laughs) (laughs) You have. We'll leave it on that question. (laughs) Fantastic. Uh,
1: Oh, the thoughts crossed my mind.
0: I got to go study that blocks of things before next week.
1: <laughs> All right. Thanks everybody for popping in. Uh, thanks everybody for listening and following along and hopefully enjoying the sh- the show this week. Uh, we are Two Nerds, One Quest. You can find us here every Sunday morning, 8.30 a.m. Central Time, twitch.tv slash TomMNorm, uh, You can support us by sharing this with other people podcast uh in podcast form it goes out every monday morning at 7 a.m uh patreon 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 supporters get it a day early so as soon as this is done i go and edit it and i usually have it up by about noon or one so if you're a patreon supporter you get it a day early uh, go to patreon.com slash two nerds one quest to support us there we have some really fun and cool um, rewards uh more stuff will be coming soon to add to that little list of things to support us with and reward yourself with um otherwise we do uh offer we offer we accept amazon prime subscriptions it is free to you it is given to you by the almighty bezos himself handed down from the heavens to, to okay. give out anybody that you feel is worthy on twitch so uh I believe if you hover over the screen, you will see a Amazon Prime subscription reminder. Or if you go down to where it says subscribe, uh, you can do it there. Um, We appreciate it. Any little bit helps us and it'll help us uh, figure out what we want to do next after this adventure is done. We have some ideas. I have some ideas. I'm working on some stuff. And uh, who knows? Any little bit helps and we can improve the stream. Um, Again, Sunday mornings, 8.30 a.m. Central Time. Follow us on Twitter, 2Nerds1Quest, patreon.com slash 2Nerds1Quest. For me, for Genius, for Dragon. Wait, I said that already. I screwed up That's the order. Too- Damn
0: it. I better get two names in this.
1: All right, let's try that again. <laughs> Damn it, I was on a roll. I had it. For,
0: you were you were rolling, dude. I was like, whoa, this is impressive.
1: For Genius, for Crixus, for JC, and I am Norm. We will catch you next week. And Plant Lamp Better Get 3... Uh, Plant Lamp, Mister, Mister Twitch himself, the Godfather, Mister Warzone, Mister Warzone, Mister.
0: All I, all I see from Plant Lamp is Warzone highlights. Every time I see something from Plant Lamp on Twitter, it's Warzone highlights. He, he's it.
1: been doing <laughs> a lot of Escape from Tarkov. I, I'm gonna try something. Oh, see that's right. Oh, okay. Uh, does this work? Oh, hold on. Mm-mm-mm.
0: I should try Tarkov
1: oh my shout out isn't working I'm gonna have to get that worked out go to plant lamp visit his plant underscore lamp Uh, he has streams every Friday Sunday and Monday do it it. Tarkov is good it's brutal absolutely brutal you'll die a lot you'll lose your shit but I I digress
0: we'll catch you next week
2: (laughs) wear the brown pants
0: i'm I'm just worried grab your sacks
2: i'm just worried that that dragon fire will hit the fumes at the cutting wind